0: You are listening to WLMC Landmark College Radio in Putney, Vermont, home of the Sharks. This interview is going to make you want to get up and rock. Who are we interviewing today? Find out in just a moment. But here's a few clues to get you on the right track. You may know him from this. Dumped, maybe you know him from this. There's a 104 days of summer vacation and the school comes along just to
1: end it. So the annual problem for our generation is finding a good way to spend it. Like maybe! Building a rocket or fighting a mummy or climbing up the Eiffel Tower.
0: If you don't know it by now, you definitely have to know he's from this.
1: Munch's Make Believe Band and Chuck E. Cheese! Everybody, that's me, Chucky e. Cheese. And even though this place is called Chucky e. cheeses I am not the star of the show. You are, because the magic only happens when we all get together.
0: If you have any idea, get ready because you're about to take in an exclusive interview with the man behind a thousand different voices, I suppose. <laughs> Please help me welcome Jarrett Reddick. I hope you enjoy the interview, everybody. Here we go. Roll film or tape track whatever it is roll the show i am beyond thrilled to introduce and interview someone who is so awesome so rad and really knows how to rock if you get what i'm saying he's sang one of the most iconic punk rock songs of our generation sang an iconic theme song for disney and also lends his voice to the biggest mouse in show business please join me in welcoming the one and only jared reddick thank you so much for being with us today Jarrett.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate
0: it. We're super excited to have you with us, so can I just uh, just jump right in and ask, can you give us a little background on who you are and where you come from?
1: Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, uh, I'm from Wichita Falls, Texas, and uh, started a little band back in 1994 called Bowling Pursuit, and uh, we've been together 28 years now, a bunch of songs on the radio, and um, along the way, as you said, we... Did the theme song to uh, Phineas and Ferb and Jimmy Neutron and a couple of other things here and there, and uh, currently still touring with Bowling for Soup. I also uh, am have a Texas country solo act uh, that I do just uh, just started that over over the last year, and uh, still voicing Chunky Cheese.
0: That's a pretty wide uh, wide variety when you think about it, right? You go from like punk rock to country to family theme songs to. An American icon, like so many different things.
1: <laughs> yeah, it kind of all kind of goes together hand in hand. I mean, you know, they one thing kind of leads to another. You know, the the music, um, you know, kind of got 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 the foot in the door into the theme songs, and the theme songs didn't hurt. Um, you know, going going into the next things so and that, and um, and really, you know, I was an actor before I was a musician, and so. Uh, you know, voiceover and things like that were, were something that I that I was always interested in doing, and and so uh, you know it, it kind of all it, it blends together fairly nicely for uh, it, it. It's not as it's not as all over the place as it sounds.
0: <laughs> I mean, things always look look uh, different on paper, right? Than they turn out to be.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: So here's the, Here's something I want to know, and I'm I'm curious because I think other people would be curious too. So, what is exactly? If you could say the story behind Bowling for Soup, how did you exactly start the group, and why'd you choose the name? <laughs>
1: um, well, I mean, you know, we've been together 28 years, so um, you know, if, if you know, it's it's not really a huge um, secret. Uh, you know, we started as a uh, as a band in a coffee shop back in 1994, and uh, we uh, we got the name Bowling for Soup off of a Steve Martin comedy album back then, and uh, you know we've been doing
0: it ever since so here's a question for you and this is something that kind of leads into my next question but so one of my favorite songs whether it is a cover of it or just the original definitely has to be 1985 but if you had to say what's your favorite song that you've ever either written or sang uh, either for Bowling for Soup or any of the other acts what's your favorite song that you've, you've had to, the, the pleasure to perform Yeah, I mean
1: my favorite song to play live is, is uh, Girl the Bad Guys One you know, I, it's to, to pick one that I've written would be really hard just because there's so many. I mean, they're, they're kind of like kids. I like,
0: you know, you like certain
1: kids uh, better certain days. But, um, <laughs> you know, uh, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's always fun to play the big crowd favorites. You know, so when you do 1985 or High School Never Ends or All the Bad Guys Want, I mean, even Phineas and Ferb, um, you know, it's uh, those are always the, the really fun ones to,
0: to do. That makes sense. I mean, all those 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 big fan numbers, right? But I want to ask about 1985 specifically. Where did you get the concept just to do that from? Because I've seen like the music video, and it's like <laughs> really really awesome. Where did that concept yeah. come from for both the music video and the song itself?
1: Uh, well, the song itself was um, was actually originally done by a band called SR71, and uh, you know they, they they had released it in Japan, and and uh, we're we're shopping for management here. It was sent to me and. We had been friends a long time, and <clears throat> the the lyrics really didn't fit um, exactly what we were what we do. Uh, so they they allowed me to, to do a rewrite of it, and uh, and it became a huge hit, you know. And the video was a big part of that. Um, you know, the video um, honestly was like a was a bunch. It was just a you know we had a bunch of different ideas, and uh, it pretty much. Was was one of those things where it's like, how can we make all of these ideas work? And and here's how we'll we we'll, you know we'll have her you know just every time she looks over at the house, the garage door's opening. We're doing something else crazy. So uh, definitely, um, you know, we I think we timed it right and, and it worked really well.
0: I think um, I think the music video I would argue is so popular that um, I don't know if you've seen the video, but um, it's funny because uh, that same. Concept was used uh, actually with Chucky <laughs> last year for um, "Let's Be Friends," which I know is a song you, oh, you performed.
1: Right, nice. Yeah, I, you know, I'll be honest. I don't really see all of this stuff. I mean, I, I my kids are getting a little bit older, so uh, sometimes I get sent videos or, or things, or I have catch stuff on YouTube. But usually, once I uh, record the song or the or the voice or whatever, I'm I'm I'm, I'm pretty much kind of out of the picture unless they need to punch on up later.
0: Makes sense. Well, we're, 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 we're going to get to hopefully Chucky in a minute, but I want to touch on a few more things that are not Chucky um, for a second, because um, I could go on for hours. But <laughs> Phineas and Ferb, though, I want to know. So I know you had mentioned um, how you guys gotten involved with Disney to do the Phineas and Ferb song. So how exactly did that come about? Like, what exactly? Was there like a specific moment that Disney reached out or a specific piece that they liked that inspired them to ask you, what's the story?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was, um, you know, we had kind of been up for a few shows here and there uh, after Jimmy Neutron, and uh, it, we definitely were on the radar. And um, the writers of that show, Dan Pavanmire and Swampy Marsh, who have both gone on to do, you know, tons of other stuff since Finneas and Bourbon, they did a ton of stuff before that, um, were big Bowling Proofy fans. And they had met in the writers' room um, on The Simpsons. And apparently, uh, in that, in that room, only for Soup was a band that people agreed upon and listened to us all the time. And, uh, so, you know, my understanding is that they kind of knew they wanted us uh, for the theme, you know, in the entire process of planning the show. And so, um, I, it was, it was very, uh, it was, it was really cool. I mean, they took me in for a meeting and I, I got to watch a bunch of episodes and I put the song together and, and, um, you know, the rest is history. I mean, I think it's probably, I, I don't know, you know, I don't know a lot of scenes that are that are much better than that one. It definitely came out great.
0: It is extremely iconic, especially to those who grew up in either the late 90s or the or the 2000s. Like, it's, everybody knows what and Ferb is, and everybody knows that song and that famous line, there's 104 days <laughs> summer vacation. 100%. So. Yeah, absolutely. Follow-up question for you, a side note. Do you believe there are really 104 days summer vacation?
1: Well, I, it's, it, whether I believe it or not, it, there's nowhere near 104 days of, of uh, summer vacation. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, not not anymore. At least
0: <laughs> that, that's also valid. Also, that show also proved that um, 200 plus episodes later, <laughs> it's not really 104.
1: Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I don't. I think. Uh, I think if we start to think everything in life literally, then we're we're uh, we're really in trouble. So, kind of got to give them a little leeway here and there.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Were there any other performance roles, though, that you did for Disney, um, either in Phineas and Ferb or for other shows? Because I've heard things I don't know if it's true.
1: Um, well, I, I played Danny, the lead singer of Love Handle, in Phineas and Ferb. I've done a bunch of songs. Uh, you know, I've, I wrote a bunch of songs for that show and, and for various shows here and there. But definitely, as far as Disney is concerned, the biggest thing I've done is that theme.
0: That's pretty cool, though. I mean, I think it's definitely iconic. So, Absolutely. here's a question I know is something I'm curious about, and I'm sure people are very curious about. So, I hear you have a new album out. Can you tell us a little bit about what it's about, what to expect?
1: Uh, are, yeah. Do you mean the new Bowling for Soup album? Um, yes, that one. Yeah, new Bowling for Soup uh, is out. It's called uh, Pop Drunk Stop Bread Um, you know, it's it's very much just a Bowling for Soup album. If you're um a bowling pursuit fan, and you're gonna love it if you're not uh you know you should still give it a try but it's um you know it's a it's a record that we made during covid when we were uh, during the lockdown portion of that and we were uh missing each other quite terribly and so there's some reflection on the album you know just like being able to look back and celebrate you know how all these years of, of being a band and uh, really proud of it. New single comes up next week called "Hello Anxiety," and uh, you know I'm, I'm again stoked, stoked for, uh, for people to get it out there. New video as well.
0: Oh, that's pretty awesome. Where's the best place to find the videos? Is it YouTube generally?
1: Yeah, YouTube is uh, is, is pretty much you know the go-to place, I guess. But uh, I mean that's where I go, so uh, that's, that's where I would I would send people. It'll be out uh, September 29th. But oh, actually, this comes out later than that, right? So
0: it's out now. There you go. It's out right this second, right? That's right. That's right. Here's, a, here's another question, because before we get to, I heard one of my favorite words, celebration, in there. <laughs> but before that, what is, this is kind of a, a question basically, mostly probably about Bowling for Soup or, or your country gig, yeah, either one or the other what's your least favorite song that you've either written or had to perform? Like, is there something you're like, oh my God, this was horrible or wow, I wish I didn't do that. Is there anything else like you feel like was like that?
1: No, I don't really have anything that I that I regret. Um, I mean, there, there's, um, I mean, I've done a few things that I didn't really want to do. I mean, one of them was our cover of Iran uh, that we did on the re-release of Drunken Enough to Dance. And we sort of did that because the label asked us to do it at the time. Uh, and I hated the re that we were doing it and all of that, but at the same time, uh, it, it it connected with fans and a lot of people like it. I mean, I think it's in our top fifty songs on Spotify, so um, you know, it's it's kind of hard to argue. You know, sometimes you do things in life that you you know you don't necessarily have the most um, you know passion about, but you know, it usually works out. So I, I'm not really, I don't really look back on anything and and beat myself up on on anything, and I don't I don't necessarily dislike any songs I've ever written. So, um, I mean, you, you know, the thing is, is if I would have disliked them, we wouldn't have recorded them. So they, they kind of go through a pretty big process of weeding out the ones that aren't going to make it.
0: That makes sense, though. you got to have that process, right? <laughs> That's how you keep yeah. things from getting out that you don't like.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, I'm sure this is the part that I've been waiting for, but can you talk to me a little bit about the main mouse the biggest mouse in show business can you speak at all about your role about being one of the most iconic characters probably in america chuck e cheese can you talk us a little bit through that
1: sure i mean i you know i uh i grew up a um we had a show biz where i lived in wichita falls but my uh grandmother lived in lawton oklahoma and they had a chuck e cheese so i had the best of both worlds i was always very partial to chuck e cheese um and so when they, they switched them all to Chuck E. Cheese, I was you know, I was happy, although I was a little bit older, um, you know, by then and in, in there in Wichita Falls, but I still got to go sometimes and uh it's always a place that was near and dear to me and um I I did improv comedy here in Dallas for a while and uh the the folks that got the account when they were redoing the mouse, um and sort of rebranding a bit uh, they had seen me do my thing, and uh, they were bowling for Soup fans. So they knew that I could sing a, a sway and that, that, you know, I had some, some abilities with my voice. And, um, you know, it's been 10 years now, and uh, I've, I've been, and, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's one of my favorite things that I do. I absolutely love being Chucky, and, uh, you know, it's, it's really fun for me that, that, you know, a lot of my friends have kids now and uh go into the restaurants and and send me pictures of their of their kid or their videos of their kids dancing dancing with the mouse and uh so, so it's definitely something worth that i uh, i hold near and dear
0: well it definitely is something i think you know that's a special and unique opportunity too right you, you get this entertain, theory millions of people per year <laughs> you know so i just i think it's amazing it's a great job huge fan of the work going on there so
1: and I appreciate that. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things where uh, you know, we, we, we one day we're just messing around and we were trying to put together like you know, if you took everywhere bowling for soup is playing and Meas and Ferb and Chuck E. Cheese and all these different like how many people were hearing my voice a day and and uh that's that's kinda one of those things where you kind of look 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 at something like that and go all right well I've, I've done i've done i've done all right you know like i've i've got
0: i've got a lot of content out there that's great sure. and it, and, it's, and a lot of it is very like it's very memorable it's very iconic like <laughs> the voice is synonymous most of the time so it's very easy to tell you know um yeah. one of the things i want to ask the last chucky question before we get towards the, the wrap up here though is do you have a favorite song that you've ever had to perform for chucky like do you have one that you're really part uh- partial to
1: I can tell you a couple of things. I mean, first of all, the hardest one I ever did was uh, Montel Jordan. This is how we do it because I had just gotten the job and uh, I'm not really like I don't have a lot of uh, I can't rap, you know. Like I'm I'm a I'm a punk rock guy, so I'm like right on beat all the time. And so I had a tremendously hard time with that Montel Jordan song because I still didn't really have the voice down that I was going to do at the time and. And so that's, that's a memorable one for me. Um, the, my favorite one that I ever wrote, which I, I, I used to write a bunch of them back in the day. Uh, but uh, Follow Me to Fun, I really like that one a lot. As that one, again, uh, kind of one of the original ones. But, uh, you know, um, man, I, I tell you, I think the new music that we're doing right now, they've got a, a uh, um, Eric and Matt, uh, the, the two guys that are doing all the writing now there. Uh, I mean, they're, they're just on a roll. And I, I think all the new material coming out is, is really strong and super fresh and, you know, less like, uh, you know, do your ears hang low and, you know, more like there's some substance there. It's, it's good. And so, you know, less, uh, less dinosaur, more mouse. And, uh, and it's, uh, it's, it's fun to be involved
0: I mean, can definitely tell you i mean stuff like song of summer sounds like it's right out of the radio you know <laughs> it's, hey, it's uh, awesome
1: 100 yeah i totally agree with that man i uh i i i wish i could say i had something to do with the writing of that but i didn't they, they're they're doing a great job
0: it is fantastic we have two last little questions i promise these are some really cool ones though i think what's one piece of advice that you would give to any aspiring musician
1: um i just have fun you know um you know, music isn't really one of those things where you just decide you're going to do it for a living, and and uh, and you you know you're going to you know just have you know you're going to be able to just make it. You know, it, it's 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 difficult, and it's you know. But so if you're not in it for the joy, um, then you know just enjoy it. That's that's my biggest thing is, is because and and you know, so just like anything else, I mean, if your success, I, I know a lot of successful musicians who are miserable. Um And so, just like anything else, just love what you do, and and if you're not doing it do it for a living, then good for you. You know, I, I think uh, I think it's so good, especially for kids, and you know, it helps math and it just helps your brain, you know, uh, develop, you know, in, in ways that if you're not playing an instrument or, or you know exploring that side, uh, you just kind of don't. Um, and so, uh, you know, I say I just have fun with it.
0: That's good advice. I, I like that. I like that kind of mantra that I can do like just have fun. I love that. Last question though. Where do you see yourself in your career heading in the next couple of years? I feel like that's uh could be up and down, but it could also be straight through. So what do you see?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I going for soup is kind of like on, on a path of, you know, we're doing a record every couple of years and uh touring wise we're doing bigger numbers than we ever have. Um Uh, you know, this genre of music is is really doing well right now. And so I think we'll keep doing that. I mean, honest, I've given the country thing an honest shot, and I'm kind of just getting started with that. So, um, you know, in a couple of years, I probably will be doing a uh, 30th anniversary tour for Bowling for Soup and hopefully, uh, you know, kicking off my second or third country record. And uh, I certainly hope that I'm still singing songs uh, as the mouse. And, uh, you know, my, my kids will continue growing and, and, uh, just enjoy, enjoying being, being here, you know, um, you know, life is short, so I I do try to make every day count.
0: I love that. And I love that as a note to end on. I just, I I love the positivity in this room. It is just fantastic right now. Jarrett, thank you so much for spending time with us here at WLMC. Appreciate you so much. And I look forward to rocking out to your music again real soon.
1: (laughs) Thank you very much. I
0: appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in. For those who are out there, when you hear this, (laughs) you're listening to WLMC, Landmark College Radio in Putney, Vermont, home of the Sharks. Catch you soon. Thank you so much again, Jarrett.